listening to Cleveland and Beyond with Andy Bellman and Jared Watson, brought to you by Evergreen Podcasts. And we are live on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. He's Andy Billman. I'm Jared Watson. And this podcast is brought to you by Waiting for Next Year. Check them out. Original Cleveland sports reporting at waitingfornextyear.com. Also, coming soon to Evergreen Podcasting. Hey, breaking news, folks, dominates the Browns from Friday. Miles Garrett has been put on reserve COVID-19 list, and he is out for the Eagles game. Uh, Just, I mean, I'm kind of floored by this, but... We'll, t- we'll get into all that. What does this mean going forward for the Browns? Well, we'll discuss, as I said, a top 10 tilt at the Horseshoe on Saturday with Ohio State and Indiana University. And who had Isaac Okoro on their bingo card being drafted by the Cavs? I know I did not, and I didn't even know a lot about the guy, but I think you'll be pleasantly surprised. Anyone, anyone, we can, uh, we can, but I'm losing my words here, can explain why the Cavs selected Okoro. Uh, Andy, I guess, is going to help us out with that because I really don't know the reason. I know that he's got some shooting issues, but he's got a lot of a higher ceiling, I think, is what we're talking about with him. Uh, but first, your six and three, Cleveland Browns. Cleveland Browns. My favorite term. I go back and listen to last year's podcast about the draft high ceiling. Now, we're going to get to that in a second <laughs> because this whole, this whole universe changed for us. Um, I did a lot on this yesterday, and I'm going to do it again. Right. This is a big loss. It's Captain Obvious, but let's just get it out. This sucks. I feel bad. I really hope Miles Garrett's okay. I thought his Instagram posting was perfect. Not the news you want to hear, but can't thank you all for enough for the love. This continues to affect us all in so many ways, but we'll get through it together. Be back soon. That's um, Garrett through his Instagram account. Look, this is a big blow. He's the best player in this team, and he's yeah. the best player on defense, and he leads this defense. There's going to have to be a lot of big-time play. Sheldon Richardson's going to have to step up his game. Olivier Vernon's going to have to show up and really play well. You're going to need to see things from Ogan Joby like he did last week. Augustine, who's been talked about in the after the Bengals game, we haven't heard from him, need to hear from him. Claiborne, where are you? The big free agent we signed from the Falcons. Need for you to step up. Need for you to do big things. It's all about this, but, Jared, I'm a big believer in this. I'm going to pound this in a – and pound this and pound this. This came from Coach Stefanski. He said this after the game. You got to embrace the suck. Got to embrace the suck. This well, is as bad as it gets right me, now. It, let me tell it, you, it, as a as a former military guy, um, we live <laughs> by that saying: embrace the suck. Embrace the suck. Uh, um, here, the, here's the thing, Andy. Um, we're going to do a little balancing act here with this. This is happening at a time where the Browns can conceivably still walk away with wins. It is going to impact them big time. But if it was going to happen, I hate to even say it, but better now than later. Eagles, Jaguars, Um, Eagles, Jaguars. Now, at the same time, the only thing I really care about, to be completely honest, outside of all of this is I hope Miles is okay. That's it. Me too. I don't give a shit about anything else. It's football. This is his life. I want him to be okay. Period. That's what I want. I care most about that. That also said on the field play is going to look a lot different. Uh, Sheldon Richardson already said it, that this is going to open up more opportunities for other guys. Yes, And I do believe that that is true. I also don't know that I can expect too much. I just don't. I don't know that we're going to see anything that is going to impact the game in a way that Miles would if he was on the field. I just don't know how you replace that. He changes the way, you know, we had this discussion. Somebody had, I think it had mentioned it on our Instagram page, uh, talked about, about miles is great, but he's not everything or something. We talked about miles. No, he is everything because these defensive lines have to rescheme for him. 
everything. Their defense is based around where is Miles Garrett a lot of times. Yeah. And 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 how they and how they approach. Now they don't now now the Eagles don't have to do that. Now the Eagles aren't that great, but at the same time, that takes a big chunk off their plate to worry about. Period. Oh yeah, I mean even the coach Doug Peterson said that's a big blow. I mean, and you don't want to say that as a coach, but I mean you can't hide it sometimes. Um, I mean you just can't hide it. I mean it's a big blow. Uh, he's you know best defensive player in the league right now. He is. I mean I mean so, he's, gonna, he's on course. his way. Yeah. Now look, Jared hit it. Let's get this out of the way. I love Miles Garrett. I think he's a good dude. What happened last year to him in Pittsburgh was unfortunate, and he deserved to get suspended for the year. But he's a good man, and he's above that play, and he's a great person. I am such a big fan of his. I love him, and I want him to get better, and I hope he's doing okay. Now, to the games. This could not have happened in a better time. The Eagles are not a good team. This is not the Philadelphia Eagles. I'm just going to repeat this. Over the past few years, they've been a Super Bowl champion. They've been a playoff contender. They've been in the playoffs. This team is not good. I'm not even going to hide my prediction. LeBron's going to win this game. They have the players to win this game. Yeah, and, they, and let's let's also mention this, Andy. I don't want to forget about it. The, the Eagles had their own injuries for the, coming up on this game. I yes, think there's a couple of wide receivers that are out as well. They're back this week. Ash, um, they're both right, back. Well, that's but, a by the way, it doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Like Carson Wentz isn't playing well. This oh, yeah. is a raining track, okay? The Browns have been playing through bad weather. This is the third straight, third straight bad weather game. No wind so much, but a lot of rain. It's supposed to be consistent rain throughout the day. So this is the three straight weeks now the Browns have played through bad weather. Yep. This is character building. We talk about long-term. Well, long-term is actually happening on this 2020 Browns team. I'm actually – now, look, they need to win this game, and they need to go out and beat Jacksonville. And I've been saying this for the last four weeks. This is take out the garbage month. You need to win against Houston. Well, they did that. They checked that box. Yep. They need to win against the Eagles, and they still do without Miles Garrett. And you still do against the Jaguars. And you can. This Eagles team is not good. They play in a crappy division. They tied the Bengals at home, okay? And I know Joe Burrow's having a good year, but they tied them at home. They barely beat the Giants. The Giants coughed up that win two weeks ago at home. And then they went to New York and got their doors blown off, okay? The yeah. Giants. Yeah. The Giants aren't good. This is not a good team. They're beating shitty teams like the Cowboys and Redskins. They aren't good. I'm sorry, the football club. They aren't good. They aren't good. We know that. Don't overinflate this. As for this team, if you're going to go to big places, you have to embrace the suck and play through it. Injuries happen in football. And my God, has this team embraced it with Chubb, and I think they will with Garrett Jarrett. I really do. I believe in this. Yeah. I really believe in this club. I, I, do. And I believe it's Stefanski. I'm, I'm with you on this because look at how they handled losing Nick Chubb. Yeah. Look at how they handled that. They rose to the occasion more times than they didn't. Yes. They were able to make up for losing 100 yards of offense, 100 yes. plus yards of offense, and a touchdown or two every game. Yes. So I think that they'll be able to do it. Now, will it be at the same level? Probably not, but will it be good enough? I think so. Because when we're talking about this, Andy, you've got the stat in here, 12 and a half sacks for the rest of the team, and Miles himself has nine and a half. That's right. So that tells you there is some love to go around, and it can be spread around, and and things can happen, and I hope that somebody does step up. But at the same time, man, Miles is a beast. His impact on the field is going to be missed. But they will get through this, and you're right. It is because of Stefanski. Stefanski will have these guys ready. I have no doubt about that. There is something going on here, Andy, where I am starting to get this new profound confidence in this Cleveland Browns team 
because of what I have seen and because they have been able to make up for for injuries, make up for this, make up for that and find ways to win outside of it being on one guy every week. They're able to do it. So moving forward, I I just it's incredible. Let's just let's just have this this feeling together as Browns fans. We don't suck anymore. We have a stable coaching staff. We have playmakers on the field that can fill in the holes when somebody else is out. And the Browns are actually fucking good. Let's just say it. The Browns are good. Yes. And so we will get through this as well. I I just feel that way. Like, I don't want to bury the lead and head to some surprise. Like, I think this team's ready. Now, if they play the Steelers, it'd be a different tone. Ravens would be a different tone, okay? It would be be a different tone. It would be. But but, but it's not. It's the Eagles. It's the Jaguars. You have two games here. And I got to think, and I'm I'm telling you, I'm talking that way. I think realistically, you got to think a game and a half to two games. Meaning, like, I, I this game's out. I don't know if you're going to get him back by the Jaguar game. I think that's very iffy at best. The earliest they said that he can t- returns Friday of next week. So that's asking a lot. And even though it's Miles Garrett, I just don't know if you can really put that into words right now. So here's the other thing. Yeah, you don't know how this shit's going to affect him. I, that's my just point. You just don't yeah. know. I just, I just think realistically, you're, I'm thinking two games. Now, Claiborne, remember him? We signed him in the offseason. He needs to step up. We all know Olivier Vernon. I don't know how much I want to put in Vernon. Porter Gustin, who had one game. He played great against the Bengals. He had one game. <clears throat> Got to be great for him to get that Porter Gustin back. And Richardson has played consistently. He's steady Eddie. He has been good yep. from day. He's really always been good. He's never been great, but he's always been good. And Ogunjobi played much better last week. Trending upward. Trending upward again. So you need these guys to really step up. And it's like anything else in sports. You have to play above it. Olivier Vernon gets paid like an all-pro. He needs to play better than what he's playing. He has not played well in his two years here in Cleveland. It is time for Olivier Vernon to stand up. It is time for Claiborne, who got signed to a big contract in the free agency. Time for Claiborne to step up. He is, And he's got to play big. Jared, these guys have to come in and play big. Have to. I, I will say this. This is, this is the downside of things. This is, this is where I don't feel as confident. <laughs> And that is with Olivier Vernon. I do not believe Vernon is going to have himself a great game. I know. I just don't. I'm with you. I just don't. I'm with you. I think that we've seen who he is. Yep. Period. Yeah, I'm with you. He's been here long enough and he hasn't done much. Period. So it's not going to be on him. There will be other guys that are going to have to step up. Like you said, Claiborne, definitely. Claiborne's going to have to. I just, I, I, the reason why I'm saying Vernon is <clears throat> I have low expectations. But now it's time. Like you can't, yeah. it's, just, it's just time. Like you really need to see. And okay, now to something we all can rely on. I can rely on Richardson. I know Oak and Joby can rely on. I'll be honest with you. Claiborne or Vernon or Augustin, one of those three has to step up. And I do think that's possible. I do think it's possible now. Yeah. Just something where I know you can rely on. You can rely on Richardson and Joby, so I don't want to put in those terms. You can rely on Denzel Ward. Harrison. Yeah, you, you're... You, you can rely on those guys. You're talking about stuff that 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 lean that, that has me leaning towards the idea that the Browns um, might be trying a little harder for a few takeaways these next couple. Yeah, of weeks. Well, they got to take. They got to be aggressive. This They're is going, a, yeah. Th- there's going to be a, a different level of aggressiveness that has to come out, especially like we said with Ward, with you know, with with Mitchell um, yeah. as well. There, there's there's guys that are gonna have to step up and and try to get that ball. That's yeah. I'll even go a step further. This is a big week for Joe Woods. 
You're right. You're right. This is a big week for Joe. Because life Jonah, is life. Life is okay when you can when you don't have to worry about when you, when you got Miles Garrett on the field. What is life like without Miles Garrett on the field for him? We're gonna learn a lot about Joe Woods this week. You ain't kidding. We're gonna learn a lot about Joe Woods. You ain't kidding. The one thing you can't rely on is Chubb and Hunt too. You, this is a big game for them. Where you're gonna, and it's always a big game for them. But I mean this in these terms: when you don't have your best athlete on the field, Chubb and Hunt, you're really relying on to do big things. The Eagles' rush defense is in the bottom fourth of the league. They can't stop the run. This is a wet track. You need Chubb and Hunt to do what they did last week. Yeah. Non-sexy, get the win, get the fuck out of Dodge. Rely on those two and have Mayfield make enough plays to win you the game and go home. And Chubb and Hunt, who have had a big week press-wise as they deserve, especially with Chubb. I think he's feeling like Mr. Cleveland. I think Chubb's tired. I actually do. I think think Chubb's trying to earn that title a little bit right now. Um, I do think you need to rely on those guys. And I'll be honest with you. It makes a whole lot more sense and comfy to me when you got Stefanski talking in press conferences and the way he talked on Friday. That was a devastating blow, and you wouldn't know it through that press conference with Stefanski. He is such a good leader. Doesn't mean wins or losses. We'll find out in the next two weeks, but he is such a good leader with tone. Such a good leader with tone. Um, Which is extremely important in a situation like this. Because you do not want to come out there and show it on your face, wear it on your sleeve. The fact that this is a big impact player, one of the biggest in the entire league, out. And the fact that he's able to maintain that composure is going to trickle down to the rest of the players on the field who understand with Miles, without Miles, we've got a job to do. Yeah, and exactly. I think that that's and, and he's got them focused on that. You come out there, you show that you're upset a little bit. the other players on the team that's going to trickle down too yep and so the way that Stefanski carries himself definitely has an impact on how they maintain and get themselves through these next couple of weeks big final thing final thought and there's a lot of other things this is going to be more of an abbreviated show because sadly I've just I'm in a million different places this week yeah you're all over the place I know Andy's a busy busy man yeah yeah I actually have to run now in 15 but here real quickly something on Mayfield this is a big chance, too, for Mayfield, and I want to hint at this. We'll talk about this if the Browns win, and they win the way I think they might win. Yep. This is a chance for Mayfield to really grab the spotlight here, too, and get some more love back. He's been beaten up in the press after this win. I mean, he took some big shots. Again, more negative headlines. Let me point out a few of them. This is from the Browns fan side website. Not a fan side, a Browns fan side, two of them. Why the Cleveland Browns should not give Baker Mayfield a big extension. Followed up the next day, five 2021 NFL draft quarterback considerations if the Browns pull the plug on Mayfield. These are Browns websites, all right? Now, look, it's fine. It's fine. I don't care about that. I don't get butthurt by that. It's fine, whatever. But here's what I will say. The Browns won the fucking game last week. Am I wrong? Am I wrong? Yeah. I mean, I mean am I wrong? Did he make a big play to Hollywood Higgins on a third down and 18? exactly and did the yeah. ball tail on both of those quarterbacks all day all can we, day can we, can we again that game again was not a good week to evaluate that's baker mayfield point. in the future that's my point and like you said they won he made the plays when they needed to happen yes in the moment in in that there, there's no oh boy all right well have have fun with those headlines clickbait I, I just, clickbait I, all day 
again, like I don't have problems with it. I don't have problems with I it. I just don't think we're there. Like I don't, I just don't think I, we're one way either. or the other. And I think that's my point. I'm not singing Baker Mayfield's praises, but I'm also nowhere near saying he's not going to be the guy. Yeah, it is that not stuff's that. just got to, it just doesn't, I'm sorry. I, I, I think that did irk me more than you. Yeah. I think it, I, I find it annoying. Well, that's why I, that's why I put it in the rundowns. I wanted to talk about it. I was just stunned. And then Dan Orlowski on first take, it looks like the Browns offense is trying to protect Baker Mayfield. Like they're running scared of run their offense through him. That's not after a weather game against that's the not, again. It, you're not watching. You're clearly yeah, not watching. If you make, if you make those, comments. I agree. I agree. Um, anyways, I thought the Mayfield shitting on was not necessary. There's been times where it's been necessary. I, right. I'm with Jared. Like, this is just not – he got shit on hard this week, hard. Mayfield got beat up pretty good. Yeah, pretty good. Well, it, doesn't, pretty good. it doesn't make any sense. No, it doesn't make any sense. Whatever. You, you, got, you need something to write about, I guess, go for it. I guess go for it. Here's one guy I've been picking on a little harder, and I yeah. love this dude. It's Landry. This is my last little brown thing. I really hope Landry – um, I, I, I talked about this with a former Brown on um, Thursday and he mentioned them to me and I knew where he was going. So I go, well, I've been, t-, he goes, I've been hearing you. I agree with you. He goes, Landry's had a little bit of the yips. He's not been as smooth. And this former player said he looks injured to me. And I, when he said that, I go, you know, he, that's interesting. You say that because when you put in that context, he does, yeah. he goes, he doesn't look like the same player ever since he took that brutal hit. I think it was the Pittsburgh game. He really has not been as crisp and has not been as well. He's he has not looked as he doesn't look like Landry. Yeah, he really, really has not. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know if he needs to sit out a little bit. He loves to play. I love the way he plays outside of these flags. He's got to stop with these flags and he's done it all. three. Well, years. I mean, maybe a part of that puffing up is because of the injury stuff. Right. You know, <laughs> a wounded animal will, yes. will act a little tougher. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we'll project yeah. that toughness a little bit more to make sure you don't see the weakness. Right. I'm hoping that, that you know, that, that Landry is okay, but that might be a part of it. My, I think it might be part of it, but Landry too, you know, again, on defense, we kind of pointed him out. Chubb and hunt need to do what they keep doing. Mayfield needs to play better. He does. He needs to play better this week. Even on a wet track, he's got to play better this week. Okay. And Landry needs to be Landry. Really, really could use a big performance from him. And you could use that in this kind of games. So I think you're going to need to score more points. You can't if you can't believe now that the Browns are just going to go out there and shut. Because I was more thinking the Eagles 2016 in that range. I think now you're looking more like in low 30s. Like you need to get in that low 30 range to win this game. At least to me. Yeah. Well, I I was feeling more of a a 28, a 28, 14, a 28, 21 type of game. Yeah. But But I think, but you're saying what I'm saying. I think they're going to give up low twenties, mid twenties. So you got to get in that high twenties. I don't know how they don't give up that. I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm with you. I just, I just feel that thing. So the line is all over the place. So I don't have a line. <laughs> that line has changed. And again, I, I will state steady rain. No, not as windy though. Like five mile, 10 mile per hour wind, which is nothing. Um, it really is nothing. Actually, that's, that's nothing. Hold on to the ball. I'll hold on to the ball. But st- I'm telling you, steady rain, like consistent steady rain throughout the game. Lean on China, but hunt. I say 32, 28, something like that. I think the Browns win. 32-21 win surprised me, meaning they shut down and get the game late. I think I think it's a consistency thing. They get up, back and forth a little bit, and then late in the game, the suffocating run game will take over. And the Eagles are not a good run-stopping team. Let me I put the rankings here in the rundown. Let me see if I can find it real quick. Yeah, they are 26 in rushing. 
26 in rushing. They are six against the pass. One hint of warning. One hint of warning has nothing to do with the defense and Miles Garrett. They are really, really good at sacks. The Eagles are one of the best sacking teams in the league. So they do bring the pressure and they and they do and they do that. This, this is where we got to remind Baker, get rid of the fucking ball. Yes. Protect the ball. Too. Don't stand back there with happy feet. Step up and get rid of the ball. Um, yeah. Somebody else again last week was bitching about the Browns not uh, on Instagram on our Instagram page that we that we do official Cleveland sports um, that uh, they weren't they weren't getting the ball to the tight ends enough uh, last week. I will say that this yeah. is a tight end type of game. Yeah, it is. Yeah, good so, point. So uh, you know, check it down. Little bubble screens that actually work. Some stuff. <laughs> let's. let's uh, <laughs> Let's uh let's let's focus on just getting that ball out. Get the ball yes. out, and that might mean a lot more tight end action this week. That's the one other, one other quick thing. Then we're, we're going to scoot to the next thing. We'll do much more on Monday morning, guys. We're going to do Monday morning this week because it's Thanksgiving week. So Monday morning, Jared and I will do. I'm going to do holiday on Monday night, and then it's Thanksgiving week. <laughs> turkey, 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 turkey. Oh yeah, so, I'm smoking so, one on a trigger, yeah. baby. That's this yeah. is my first smoked turkey experience, and I'm going to do. Yes. This is my last week of normalcy before <laughs> my work life gets insane. Yeah, you've got yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna be busy. Where, so I whereas do. in it, at the end of in the middle of December, I'm opening up for a month or two. <laughs> so it's like the opposite for me. I know. Me, me, oh, hyperdrive. Um, congratulations to Dredrick Wills. He earned the Pepsi Zero Sugar Rookie of the Week award. Um, I am so happy for this because there was a crappy, my old employer. I love ESPN, but they, they had a shitty top rookies in NFL. Yeah. <laughs> and, I, and I said, well, there's two things noticeable about this one. Dredrick Wills is having a good year. Where is he? But more importantly, and I'm, we're not Steeler fans for sure, but Claypool is amazing. And Claypool's not in the top 10 yeah. of your rookies. Yeah. I, and I mean, so if Claypool's off of there and, 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 and I think we're understating how good of a season that Jedrick Wills is I having. Agree. Well said. I have made my jokes and picked on him as the light of God shines on Andy right now. Uh, <laughs> so tremendously coming through his window. You should see this on the, if you're uh, watching you live, it's make it up um, <laughs> I go back. Jedrick Wills is having himself. Jedrick Wills is having himself one hell of a season. He is he is got to be one of the top ranked pass blockers in the league right now. He's doing really well. Doing really He's doing well. very well. He's doing really well. I, I, really I think Pro Football Focus had talked about him recently too about how good yeah. he's doing. Yep. So he's doing really really, really do not, well. And, and the fact that we were questioning whether he was even going to be able to convert into that into this player that we needed yep. in that position, and he has beautifully. No, no, he has. He's been. Um, there's nothing else to say. In fact, in fairness, I even know too the other two um, offensive tackles have been playing well for the Buccaneers. The kid from Iowa, and I know they've been really fa- happy with Becton. And New York, nothing's gone for the Jets well, but I know Becton's been playing pleasantly well. So all these tackles have been doing really well. Yeah. Keep your eye on things this week. Raiders and Chiefs is the Sunday night game that impacts the Browns. The Packers are in Indianapolis that impacts the Browns. The, um, the Dolphins play a game in Denver. Denver's not very good, but you never know. That's a Denver game that could be tricky. The Titans play in Baltimore. That's it. That's another big game for the Browns. So a lot of these teams are going head to head this week that the Browns are competing with Steelers, Ravens. I mean, sorry, Titans, Ravens, and then Chiefs, Raiders. Those are two games that. The uh, I mean, if the Browns win this week, they could jump up. They could jump up big time in the standings yeah. regarding playoffs. They really can because these are games that I don't think – I mean, I think Green Bay wins. 
I, I do. do too. I think Green Bay wins, and I know the Chiefs are coming back for revenge. Oh, everybody thinks that, and I do too. So, I really do too. I really do too. This so is a win where you can make a nice leap around. here. Yes, you can catch some ground. Or that's my whole point. You can really catch some ground this week. You can see it. I mean, you're. I mean, these. I mean, Ravens or Titans. One of those teams is going to lose. I mean, you're going to start catching some ground now on these teams. And by the way, if the Ravens lose, they'll be four losses. Yeah, four losses. That's a big game for Baltimore. Huge game. Speaking of big games, big game for the Buckeyes. They're going to tee up here sec real quickly. Here's a quick gets quick sketch of this game. This is not flaky IU. I think IU is actually legitimately good. Yeah, a legit top uh, ten. I, I really do, and I hate saying that. I'm a big Purdue fan, and that was a fucking bullshit loss, which I will get to in a second. Now, IU, they have fucking bullshit. If I hear row the boat from fucking PJ Flack, I'm going to vomit out my eyeballs. I know Marissa McCool is one of our better listeners, and I and I appreciate her. Fuck Minnesota. Anyways, <laughs> back, back to IU. Fuck them. That was a terrome call. Terrible. That's all right. You gave nice love to Marissa. That's all good. That's that's right. I appreciate her. Friends on Facebook. So look, um, IU, this is a big game for Ohio State. This is their first legitimate tough game. Wisconsin, if they win this game, is going to be the other one. Wisconsin's legitimately a very good team. But this is a tricky game. Pinnix can play. IU can play. They are a blitz first team. This is, and I know Ohio State's been very wary about the offensive line. If you read in recent weeks, especially in the athletic, they are, the offensive line is ranks one thirteen in the country against standard down sack rate allowed. This is a big game on big fields. Game. Big it game is. for fields. He's going to have to be able to get rid of the ball, just like we talk about with Baker this week. Yep. Um, and and this is a this is a game where he can. This is a game where going up against his defense, he can come out shining. Yeah. And look at it like a bright star, just ready, just ready to hand him the Heisman now, right? Yeah, yeah. It, there, it, it it sets up for that. If he can, if he can handle that pass attack or that rush, rather, or the uh, you know the, the pressure. So, I I think Fields in a, a such a good player, and this is my big turning of the moment. I think Ohio State wins, but I think it's very close. Really? I think IU is going to really play tough. I think this is the <clears> game. <throat> that will propel the Ohio state on their way to big things. As I really do believe in Justin Fields ability. I really do. Yeah. I, I believe. I, I, and their run game is consistent and, yeah. they, and they might need, and they're going to need to use that run game to distract. I, yeah, I, I don't know, Andy. I think it's like a standard Ohio state game where they it's tight for the first two quarters. They start to spread it out in the third and then they run away with it in the fourth. That, that's I can see I, that. I mean, I like, I mean yeah. reasonable. I just have seen Indiana play a lot this year. Yeah, this is legit. This is I legit. Know, yeah. This is legit. Yeah. They aren't a top five team, no. But are they in the top fifteen? Yeah, yeah. I think Indiana is in the top fifteen. I really do. They can win this game. Top ten as of now. So yeah, I mean, with everything that's going on, I think it's a legitimate nine. I guess that's my point. Yeah. I think sometimes in sports, we go, "Is it a legitimate ninth? I don't know. I think I use a legitimate nine. I really do. I think in a normal year they begin a lot more press. It's not like uh it's not like a Michigan nine. <laughs> no. No. They're very bad. They I don't have a enough- nine. Oh, wait a minute. What happened? They dropped out of the top twenty five in two weeks. Weird. Wisconsin <laughs> North 
Such a joke. We'll get more into Ohio State after the game. This, truthfully, because it's a Saturday morning show, that's the preview. I would watch this game. Even if you're not an Ohio State fan, I would watch this game. I think well, it's going to be a good I believe game. I'm watching this one. I didn't watch last week. I'm watching this one. Wisconsin-Northwestern 330 is another good game. I think Wisconsin's going to win. I think Wisconsin is legitimately <laughs> top five. I, I like Wisconsin a lot. I think Wisconsin's got the quarterback. And they've never had that and since Russell Wilson, and they got it now. And I yeah. think Wisconsin is really, really on their way. Um, very, very good. Look, the Purdue game was bullshit. I don't have enough time to fillet on it too much more. I actually will save that for Monday, but here's my quick thing. If you're going to throw a pass interference call when the guy for Minnesota is grabbing his fucking arm and he's trying to shake his arm away. And so he has to naturally push off, not because he's pushing off to push off, but because the guy's grabbing his arm and you throw a fucking flag on that. Fucking bullshit. Sorry. You went through that. Just, I didn't watch last night. I was busy listening to albums at my dad's. Yes. Well, so I, I should have been doing that. I'm sorry that that's what happened. Bullshit. Bullshit. Yeah. All right. We'll Make probably do pull your hair out. Oh, my God. We'll do more of this. On, Monday show will just be a bigger show. So quickly on Okoro. Yeah, we got to get there. He's a very good player. I love his character. <clears throat> and I can't state this enough. His character is high. Listening to him talk. Listening to him around, I listened to, um, they did a great interview on KR with Bakerstaff. I came away liking Okuro more and more the more I listened to this. He is defense first. He wants to play against the best defender at 6'6 and take on anyone from a point guard to a guard to a forward. Boy. He is ready for that stuff. That's now, not something that the Cavs have, have had no. in a long time. Even, even when LeBron was around, their defense was no. not very, it was not. They no, were not I, a defense first team whatsoever. I, I know everybody, and I tease this, the high ceiling. Look, Okuro's actually good, okay? <laughs> well, when I say it, I'm talking about his shooting ability. No, you right? know, his shooting year. ability is lacking, according to some, and he's got to learn how to shoot, and people are saying that it's risky for the, for the Cavs to take on a kid who, at this level, is going to have to learn how to shoot. The problem is, he's like uh, – he, he hasn't he hasn't played basketball for all that long. I just think give him a chance. I just, so, I just think give him let a chance. Him. I, I, I just know what the Cavs have. This makes the Cavs are thinking about winning and they don't have an Okuro on their team. And no. I, Tristan Thompson's probably not coming back. So it makes a lot of sense. I'm just gonna leave it there. And I think he does need to work on his jump shot. We all know that. We're not naive. Barkley talked about that. He but he gets the rim hard. And he's a hard worker. I just don't see the downside. I, the more I more I learn about this kid, yeah. and I watched him play at Auburn, he stands out. He jumps off the gym. Obi Toppin is the sexy story. Get it. Get it. Totally get it. We didn't see the kid from Israel, so I don't know what to think about that. But Okuro, listening to him talk, seeing him play at Auburn, he stands out in games. He stands out in I'm actually games. a little excited. I am to have now and where I wasn't before the draft. Yes. I am now. This is, this is a very intriguing story with this kid. Yeah. We'll get more into Porter next week. Um, real quickly. They did sign that kid out of Penn state. Stevens. He's a good guard. He played really, he played for boy. felt like he was at Penn state for like five, six years. Um, but he, he, they also signed him up. I like him. Um, Stevens out of Penn state. Good, good guard. Really can shoot the lights out. Plays hard. I'm probably not going to see him next year. He's going to go down to Canton, but I actually wanted to make a mention of that. I just don't think shitting on Okuro makes sense. I really don't. After hearing all this stuff, don't freak out. 
don't 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 freak out's my big message here um and obviously we don't have a lot of time to talk about this but kevin porter uh we're gonna have to talk about the monday monday will be a bigger show because um, i i, I it, it's it's getting bad and it's it's very sad and it's it's kareem hunt-esque and i just hope that and the Cavs are going to rally around him, it seems, right now. At least that's what it sounds like. Like, they're going to try to lift this kid up and 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 help him get his shit together. Um, I think there's I, I, I agree with that philosophy. I think that uh, anytime you think you can, can, can help pull someone out of shit, even if it's really bad shit, um, it's, it's a much better decision than to throw them by the wayside. It's all allegations right now. Um, right. So it's hard to really tell what's truth right. or not. But I would advise everyone to read the story at Cleveland.com. I'll leave it there. And if this is true, this is bad, and they need to get rid of them. Oh well, I if mean, it's true, I, this is bad. If it's yeah, true. like I said, the way that they sounded front office wise was that they were gonna, but maybe that was before these allegations came out. Again, there they are allegations, and I mean, people need to take that for what it's worth. Yeah, and there's always two sides of these stories. Again, they're allegations. Oh boy, they, they are allegations. What I, I would read the story on Cleveland.com. Um. Well, I guess that's about it, Andy. Follow us. It's going to be a rush show today. We'll do much better. <laughs> Follow us on Twitter at CLE and beyond on Facebook, uh, facebook.com forward slash Cleveland and beyond. Uh, shoot us an email, Andy and Jared at gmail.com, J-A-R-I-D. And on Instagram, we are at official Cleveland sports at official Cleveland sports. We'll be on there son- uh, Sunday night after the Browns. Uh, hopefully uh, talking uh, about a, a victory Sunday and Monday. And uh, we'll do that around what? Eight o'clock, Andy? Eight, eight o'clock, o'clock sharp. It will always be consistently eight o'clock. Eight, eight o'clock, o'clock sharp. Live on Instagram. So yeah. slide over there at official Cleveland sports. And then also uh, doing the show again live uh, here on Facebook, Twitter, and uh, YouTube Monday morning. Jammed Absolutely. week. Jammed week because of the Thanksgiving week. So yeah. Sunday at eight. Back here Monday, probably at nine. Holly <clears throat> night, Monday night, eight o'clock. And then the week is cleared out because it's Thanksgiving week and we got families and stuff. Exactly. Uh, we are brought to you by Waiting for Next Year. Check them out. Original Cleveland Sports Reporting at WaitingForNextYear.com and soon to be announced with Evergreen Podcast. He's Andy Billman. I'm Jared Watson. Andy, any last final thoughts? I almost skipped over that for you. Believe in this team. I yeah. know the Miles Garrett ever, injury and what happened with him is scary with Miles. Wish him well. Believe in this team. And it helps when you play the Eagles and Jaguars. I got nothing else. Take care. Talk again <laughs> soon. Go Browns. Go Browns, go. Have a good day. Feel better, Miles. Cleveland and Beyond with Andy and Jared is a part of Evergreen Podcast. You can follow them on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Cleveland and Beyond, on Twitter at CLE and Beyond, or shoot them an email at andyandjared at gmail.com. And don't forget to visit the website, clevelandandbeyond.net. Hi, listeners. We wanted to take a moment to tell you about another podcast from Evergreen Podcasts and Sound Talent Media called Pit Lane Parlay. Pit Lane Parlay is the go-to podcast for IndyCar and motorsports-related news. Each episode, we discuss things like our favorite drivers, news clips from the last week, and generally giving each other a hard time about predictions we've made in the past and or life stories that have come up recently. 
We really have a lot of fun with it and really enjoy each other's company. And we hope you can come join us too. Join Pit Lane Parlay by following us on your favorite podcast today.